Have you heard the criticism of the church that some people in the world have given that the church is too judgmental? Some say Jesus just preached about love and compassion, right? Isn't he the one who said love is love? So first of all, he did not say that. But I want to address some misconceptions and also give us some instruments in order to combat some of the objections thrown at the church from the world. And in order to do this, it's going to take some attention, and please be sure to listen to everything, because I want you to hear exactly what is said, not other things that I'm not actually saying here. So pay close attention. First, we learned several things in this gospel. The first thing, Jesus clearly judges, and he taught his believers to do likewise. We're not talking about people. We're talking about actions. Listen closely. Beware of the scribes. They will receive a very severe condemnation. We're also meant to judge. The parallel passage in Matthew's gospel says this. The scribes and the Pharisees sit on Moses' seat. So practice and observe whatever they tell you, but not what they do. For they preach, but do not practice. They bind heavy burdens hard to bear, but they themselves will not lift a finger. So it's very important that we pay attention to people's words and actions. And Jesus is saying that we do not do some actions of people that we observe. And it doesn't condemn the person. It doesn't make them bad people. He's simply saying, don't do certain actions, which means we need to make a judgment of certain actions. Not people, actions, right? Good distinction, yes? Okay, continuing on. Second lesson, in addition to Jesus clearly judging and teaching his believers to judge also, beware of being caught up in the esteem of men. And we we see this especially in the virtue-signaling culture and in the politically correct culture. Now, virtue signaling is a special term that seems to have emerged in the past maybe three years. It might be earlier. I'm not sure of its relevance beforehand. But it's everybody jumping on a certain bandwagon to seem like a good person. And this action, too, is actually alluded to in our gospel. The scribes, they accept greetings in the marketplaces, seats of honor in synagogues, and places of honor at banquets. As one commenter on this passage says, the Pharisees and the scribes want to see other men admiring them, reflecting back to them as in a narcissistic mirror all the imagined excellences of their pious accomplishments. So there's this whole world, thanks to social media and internet and so many other things, that want everyone to be compelled to jump on the same virtue signaling bandwagon and also to avoid saying certain things that are not politically correct and some of those things ought not be said but I just want to draw our attention we should not be living life trying to garner the esteem of men that's what the scribes and the Pharisees did rather Jesus is telling us to beware of those actions those who are seeking to have esteem of men based on what they say and how they're honored. But we don't do things like that. We desire to have the esteem of God, not because of how great we are, 
but rather because we truly seek to do his will. So the first thing, Jesus clearly judges and taught his believers to do likewise. And secondly, beware of being caught up in the esteem of men. And the third thing, this is important. Christian love is greater than earthly love. Christian love is greater than earthly love. We don't have the term, the phrase, love is love in our scriptures. However, here are some phrases we do have in our scriptures. Go and sin no more. Love one another as I have loved you. Unless you hate your mother, father, brother, sister, for my sake, you are not worthy of me. No greater love has man than this, than to lay down his life for his friends. Everyone who looks at a woman lustfully has already committed adultery with her in his heart. The phrase love of love, love is love is not in there. God is love certainly is in there. But we should always be aware of what's called a tautology. It involves circular logic. It's saying A equals B, therefore B equals A. Okay, well, we haven't established anything. That's not a principle. You're just positing something that exists that I don't know if it's true or not. So always beware when someone puts an equal sign between two words that are the same word. Something very dangerous might be being said. For example, what I think is taking place with the phrase, and it's used in a variety of ways, love is love. What I think is taking place is actually something more like this. A triangle is a triangle. You heard what I said. Two points and a line between them, one line is equal to a triangle. Well, that's not the case, right? Something that's less than a triangle, something that is two points with a line in between them, that will never become a triangle, no matter how much we wish it to be a triangle. It will always be two points and a line. We cannot just say that two points and a line is a triangle and think that that's okay, that that's logical or somehow benefits people. But when we hear the gospel, the teachings of Jesus Christ, the teaching of God in his truth, his law, and his love, we're asked to do something far greater than worldly charity. We're asked to do something that's called Christian charity. And here's how you can see the difference. When the world constrains us to virtue signal and to obey certain principles that change over time, right? It's a moving target. I have no idea what we'll be bound to try to say tomorrow or two years from now. I have no idea what the world will try and force us to say. I do not know. But I do know that if you break rank with the virtue signaling, no matter how much you've been going along with what the world says and you stay with that line of thought, the moment you break rank, you will be destroyed. You will be obliterated on social media, and they, they have a lot of fun doing it. And a lot of people, their lives and livelihoods have been destroyed by saying, well, okay, I'm okay with all of this, but not this. And then they're destroyed. That's the charity of the world. But let's look at Christian charity. What does the church do? with someone who breaks rank with the church. What does the church do? Well, she patiently waits and prays and loves. If we ever openly 
say that we hate another person or in our thoughts hate another person, that's not Christian charity. That's not in keeping with what we're called to do. Actions we can make a judgment on, not persons. We never judge persons, only actions. So what does the church do with a member who breaks rank, who breaks rank with the God of love, the God of truth? She patiently waits. And this is the real key. This is how Christian charity differs from worldly charity on just about every account that matters. Christian charity aims not at condemnation. It always aims at conversion. Unlike the person who breaks rank with worldly charity, who gets destroyed at whatever turn, the one who has broken rank with Christian charity and returns is always received back with love. That's where true love is. Not in saying what is popular to say at the time. True love is willing to forgive and to love no matter what sins have been committed. And you can truly see this in the confessional. As a priest, it's one of the most humbling experiences. You know the one thing I can't do? is deny absolution to someone who's contrite. There's something beautiful about that. There's something indestructible about that. No matter how heinous the sin is, that's what Christian charity compels us to do. It's to love, wait patiently, to pray. Yes, the church judges actions as Jesus judged actions and taught his followers to judge actions. But the one thing the church never does is ever give up on a person. We are not the world. We don't give up on people or eliminate people because it's convenient for our policy or our ideas. We never give up on a person. And that's true Christian charity. In conclusion, the three statements that I wanted you to pick up on today, if you didn't get anything else, is first, Jesus clearly judges and taught his believers to do likewise. Actions, not people. Second, beware of being caught up in the esteem of men. And finally, and most importantly, Christian love is always greater than earthly love.